Training Camp 2023. Phil Longford of Denver presents Denver Sports Tonight. Good evening, Colorado and the Rocky Mountain Mile High region. What? is up. It is Denver Sports Tonight. I am Cecil Lammy talking about the Denver Broncos in training camp 2023. Russell Wilson making plays, getting it done just like we knew would happen. Listen, I feel, I don't know, pressure from DMAC. He's like, yell something for seven minutes. I'm like, okay, let me let me build up to it, baby. Let me build up to it, you know. He's treating me like uh, some sort of circus performer. He's like, dance, <laughs> dance for me. I'm like, okay, okay, I, I will. You will get there. Trust me. I got a lot of fire and energy within me. I'm trying to be less obnoxious, and I just, I love this game, and I want you all to know that it is real with Sean Payton. Okay, you all have been, you know, just tore up by the Denver Broncos. Being a Broncos fan has not been fun at all. If you're a fan of the Denver Broncos over the last six, seven years, you have not had fun. And who puts the F you in fun? Well, that's Sean Payton. Because Sean Payton is here to set things right. So I am telling you, as someone who has seen every practice this offseason, the depth chart isn't a surprise, baby. Okay? Can we stop with this? That's where my ire will come through. DMAC, as you're pedaling home, I assure you I'll give you some extra power for your legs um, because I do have thoughts on the faux outrage of the depth chart every year. We got to go through this every year? Seriously? It's dumb. <laughs> don't, don't be dumb. Um, listen, Russell Wilson is getting better. And let... Let us be honest about Russell Wilson. Let us tell you what Russell Wilson is doing. It's all on the field. Everything that you want to know about the Denver Broncos. Here it comes. (laughs) Everything that you want to know about the Denver Broncos is right there in front of you if you are just paying attention. If you are just watching Russell Wilson. It is all right there. Now. Am I saying Russell Wilson's going to be the greatest and he's going to throw for 4,500 yards and he's going to throw for 40 touchdowns? None of that is going to happen. None of that. He's going to throw for about 3,500 yards. He's going to throw for about 25 touchdowns. I want to say 25 to 30, but I don't, I don't think he'll get there. I do not think he'll get there. Probably miss a couple of games. Probably run for about three, 400 yards. Maybe another couple, three touchdowns on the ground. You know, um... I don't think we should get over our skis uh, when it comes to Russell Wilson. Now, at the same time, I am going to allow him and allow the discussion about his success. There's too much Russ bashing in this market. Not by everybody. Again, we have a problem in the media, and I'm talking about all media, not just football. We have a problem in the media of it's catastrophizing everything. It's the worst thing ever. Or just cheerleading everything. Oh, everything is awesome. None of that is true. None of it is true. And for me, I would rather just observe what is happening through a clear lens 
Understand that change can happen. Understand that the narrative can change. Don't go in with the narrative. Because there's people that don't like Russell Wilson that no matter what he does, Russ will have a great day. And Russ's days have been better. He has gotten better. It was the best day of practice he's had on Friday. It was the best day of practice he's had on Saturday. It was the best day of practice he had on Monday. Best day of practice he had on Tuesday. I think it's Wednesday. <laughs> is that right, KJ? Okay, yes. The best day of practice he's had is on Wednesday. So every day. For the last five days, Russell Wilson has gotten better, and there are still some, although they may have been broken today. I must break you. They may have been broken today with Russell Wilson's performance. But there are some that no matter what Russ does, he just can't win for losing. He can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, well, what had happened was is Russell was better today, but that's because Simmons isn't out there. That's not the truth. That's not even close. You heard Orlando break it down earlier, like, yeah, okay, Simmons is going to have his responsibilities, and Simmons will swoop in on some plays, the big, one of the big completions, one of the big completions to court, like, maybe Justin breaks that up. Justin Simmons is the best safety in the game, baby. Of course, Justin Simmons not being out there is having an impact, but for the love of God, can we let Russ have some success? This is practice, AI. This is practice we're talking about, and there are some out there that no matter what Russ does, he just it's just never enough. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, he's great, but, you know, he's a, you know these guys are banged up, and that would have been a sack or whatever. But, okay, okay, and some of that is true, and then that discussion is allowed. All discussion should be allowed. The dumb ones should be shouted down. I am we're here. We're talking about practice. Thank you, AI. Now, if you notice, KJ, I wore a Marshall Falk San Diego State jersey today. KJ, would you guess why I wore a Marshall Falk college jersey to practice today? Any guesses? He was your favorite player growing <laughs> up, um, and today's his birthday. No. Well, he was one of my favorites, to be sure, but his college running back coach when he led the nation in rushing was Sean Payton. So, you know, it's like a little homage to Sean Payton. So because you played AI and Allen Iverson, who I love, uh, I might wear my Hoyas jersey <laughs> uh, because Greg and Kerry Penner are from Georgetown. So I'm like, hey, I'll suck up to a billionaire. You kidding me? You guys need your car wash? What's going on? Anyway, like this whole Russell Wilson thing, it's just it's wrongheaded to be like he can't do anything right. And then, well, when he does have success, well, it's because of this. Oh, well, he would have been sacked. Oh, well, Garrett Bowles got beat. Garrett Bowles is not performing well when he's on the practice field, okay? I'm not going to beat around the bush. And for all the people in the media that are his friends, like, you're not his friend, bro, okay? Like, I want Garrett Bowles to play better. I'm not expecting 2020 levels. I also am going to give Garrett Bowles more time. So see what I did there? See what I did? And it's an easy thing to do because it is the truth. And what do we do on this show? We're going to tell you the truth. And the truth of the matter is, with the Garrett Bowles, like, he hasn't been good. I'm going to give him time to see if he can get better because he's coming back from a major, major injury, a fractured ankle. Like, he's coming back from the injury. I'm going to give him time. You don't have a lot of time, and you need to be better. But, like, we need to tell the complete story. Russell Wilson, he's really good. He's been getting better for the last five days. Well, Justin Simmons hasn't been out there. Okay, that's true, but that's like 10% of the reason why Russ's look better. Justin Simmons has Russ's number, to be sure. Justin Simmons has picked off Russell Wilson in the week he was out there, you know, um, five times, 
five out of seven days, whatever the number is, like, I'll go back and look at my notes. But either way, like, that's part of the reason, but it's a very, it's a smaller part. The most important part of Russell Wilson's improvement is him. The most important part of Russell Wilson's improvement has to do with what he's doing. He's getting better. Now, at the end of the day, how much better can he be? That's where we have to fast forward it. But for the love of God, if you don't like Russell Wilson, one, something's wrong with you. Like, you know, nicest guy in the world. And you're like, yeah, I hate that guy. I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. Like, please, can we just talk about football? He's a cheese ball. Yeah, I don't care. You want him to be Ben Roethlisberger? You want him to be Deshaun Watson? You want that as your quarterback? I don't think anybody wants that as your quarterback. Russell Wilson's a good dude. And is he cheesy? Sure, whatever. I mean, I'm just over that. I'm over all of that. This is about ball. And this is where Sean Payton sets things right. And this is why you as a Broncos fan who have not been happy for seven years, you have been embarrassed by this team. For seven years, you have not been happy to be a Broncos fan. But you know what you're doing now? You know what's happening all across the Mile High City right now, right now, is that Broncos fans are buying Nuggets stuff and Broncos fans are buying Avs stuff. And this is Broncos country. It always will be. But the hubris that that franchise has had forever, because they did, that has to be gone. I'm not saying they're bringing up the rear because Lord knows it's the Denver Broncos. And in this town, they're always going to be number one in the hearts. But when you go out and about or you're with your buddies, you're chilling at the bar or going downtown or wherever you're going, right? Going to the mall, going wherever you want to go. You're probably not picking out that Broncos gear. Maybe you are now. It's training camp. It's almost football season. Fantasy football right around the corner. Something like that, right? Maybe that's the case. But you're not picking out your Broncos gear. You're not going to buy that Russell Wilson jersey. Like, that's the way it's gone. You're getting a Jamal Murray jersey. You are, you're spending your sports dollars elsewhere. By the way, Shelby Harris, our dear friend, has signed with the Cleveland Browns. So, for the people asking, by the way, Jonathan Harris, that's not a surprise. He's been starting since May. Okay, again, uh, please, the faux outrage. And I think in life it bothers me just as much as in football where it's like, I don't know, I'm not mad about this until I wake up and it's trending on Twitter. Then I'm totally mad. I'm totally outraged. I'm going to go virtue signal on Twitter like, no, stop, please, everybody. You're not changing anybody's mind. Okay, this whole depth chart thing. Jonathan Harris is the starter? That's like three months ago he was the starter. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a second. We weren't paying attention in May? What? Like, come on, man. Come on, and it's the depth chart. It's the first depth chart. There's not, there's some meaning to it. There's some messages to it. But it doesn't mean a whole lot. But I got to tell you, man, Jonathan Harris has been having a great camp. And he's been having a great offseason. And he's been here developing. He reminds me of a Deshaun Williams type where you keep him around. He's good. He's solid. He develops. He gets better. That's what we've seen from Jonathan Harris. And that's good. That's what you want. You want guys like Jonathan Harris. Hey, come in. Grind. Get it done. Work. Improve. Start. And star. And yeah, get paid. 
I want all these football players to get paid. Why? One, you wreck your body. Two, you wreck your brain. Three, it's called not for long for a reason. Not everybody's Brandon Soakling can play 15 years in this league. Most guys play a couple, three, four, maybe five years. That's it. You don't get a lot of time in this league. And you sacrifice quite a bit health-wise. So, yeah, go get paid, Jonathan Harris. Go get paid. Do like Deshaun Williams did. And get that money. Get that bag. Maybe it's here. I don't know. But either way, when we look at this situation and you watch training camp, the clues as to why Russell Wilson, my depth chart outrage is coming up. The reasons why Russell Wilson is better are his feet and his timing. Because timing and your footwork, your footwork is tied to the route tree. So when the receivers are making their breaks based on your hitches, these are words that you've heard me talk about before. I just want to explain them a little bit more. But your feet are tied to the routes. Your hitches are tied to the breaks. So when a receiver is making a break and he's your read, you're hitching to him. And then you're hitching. You're going four. Then you're going two. Then you're going one. Whatever number that they've numbered them, I don't won't give anything away, but like, you're going your first read. You're going your second read. You're dumping it off. You're going your first read, second read, third read, dump it off. You're going your first read, your second read, you're running. Like you're making these and you're hitching your feet. If you're watching on Twitch right now at denversports.com, I'm actually hitching here in the studio. You're hitching your feet tied to the routes and their combinations. So Russell Wilson, early on in practice, when he was struggling, and the questions were there. And, and I am not against the questions. Question everything. I've said it before on the show, baby. Question everything, okay? There's nothing wrong with question everything correctly and understanding the why. The why is the most important reason in football and in life. The why. It's the most important reason. So when Russell Wilson was struggling earlier, struggling, sound like drunk Joe Namath, but either way, like it was to me a question of is he lack trust in the system or does he lack trust in the offensive line? Can't answer those questions for you, but I can tell you that he's getting the system better. And this is, all of this, everything that we've seen with Russell Wilson is just natural. Everything we've seen with Russell Wilson has been a natural progression of what a quarterback should do when he's learning a new system. You want everything to look great in training camp every single day, and then the regular season comes around and they get waxed? Is that what you want? Or do you want, hey, Sean Payton, who is amazing, Sean Payton is learning what Russell Wilson cannot do, and he's learning what Russell Wilson can do. And then he's taking what Russell Wilson can do, and he's making it the offense. What you've seen over, is it day 13, KJ? Right? Day 13? I don't know what that is. Sounds about right. Something. Niner. There's a Niner in there somewhere. Anyway. What you've seen from Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson? What you've seen from me is a lack of speaking English. What you've seen from Russell Wilson is a natural progression. Didn't look real good, looked a little better, looked better, looked better, looked exceptional today. Will there be steps back? Yeah, maybe. I'm not going to tell you now, Russell Wilson's here to stay and there'll never be any struggles and he's never going to throw a pick. I'm not going to say any of that because that's dumb. (laughs) Rule number one in life, don't be dumb. Like, I'm going to say Russell Wilson might have some struggles. But right now, as we're seeing today, he's gotten better each day for the last five days. 
every day for the last five days, we've said that's his best day. That's his best day. No, that's his best day. No, that's his best day. No, that's his best day. I think I got them all. He's been great. And that's natural. He's learned the system. Whereas earlier in camp when he was struggling and we were asking the questions, we at the fan will always ask the questions. Some will pay him to say as haters. And trust me, if someone at the fan is speaking out of turn, I will tell them. I'll usually send a message to them over the airwaves. I'm not afraid to call out any of my coworkers. I'm not afraid to call out anyone in the media. Might get in trouble for it, whatever. I just at this, like, we got to tell the real story. And here at The Fan, we will ask the questions, the questions that you need to ask. Um, And it's not just, you know, radio and doing a talk show. It's legitimate football questions. Why is Russ looking like last year? And I told you, on these airwaves, Russell Wilson developed bad habits that he didn't have in Seattle. I've charted every play of his career. Every play of Russell Wilson's career I have charted. Down and distance, play result, route combination, etc. This is what I do for fun, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I don't have a life outside of football. But I've watched every play Russell Wilson's ever made in the NFL. Obviously, watched him at the Senior Bowl where he puffed up to me. Like, I know his college game. Russell, Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, oh, you want to talk about drawing my ire? You want to talk about yelling at somebody? (laughs) I don't want to be personal and I don't want to be mean. Nathaniel Hackett did so much damage to Russell Wilson. Now, Russ, I'm all about personal accountability. Russ, at the end of the day, was developing these bad habits because he was doing it. But he also was being allowed to do it until Jerry Rosberg showed up. This is why Jerry Rosberg is, like, the greatest ever, right? Just that old man. He shows up. He's like, hey, what? Hey, Butch Berry, you're no good. See ya, Pollyanna. Then he goes over Dwayne Stooks. Hey, Dwayne Stooks, special team stinks. Yep, out of (laughs) here. That's what he does, right? That's who he is. Jerry Rossberg. <laughs> That's his theme song. That's his theme song? Okay. I got it. I got you. Well, that's when Jerry Rossberg just shows up playing. Is this Creedence Clearwater Revival? Something? Sitting on the Bay. That's the name of the band? Mm-mm. Oh. That's the name of the song. It's by Otis Reddy. Oh, Otis Reddy. Sorry, sorry. So he's just sitting there. Watching, talking, telling stories, and telling Russell Wilson to stop it. Cut it out, man. He was the adult in the room. He was exactly what Russell Wilson needed. And last year, Russell Wilson, in the final two games of the season under Jerry Rossberg, had three touchdowns a game, including rushing. But I'm going to include that. But Nathaniel Hackett was so bad for Russell Wilson because he allowed him to develop bad habits. Those habits had to be broken. I must break you. Those habits had to be broken. Sean Payton is breaking them. And Russell Wilson is listening. Russell Wilson is not a dummy. Okay? I said it on an article at denversports.com. Russell Wilson will listen. The three things he needs to do in training camp. I wrote it. Denversports.com. First thing, listen to Sean Payton. Check. Second thing, throw interceptions. He's got to learn. Break some eggs and make an omelet. Check. Third thing, have fun. And today, today, my friends, is the first day in a long time 
that I can tell you Russell Wilson looked like he was having fun. I've seen Russ struggle. I've seen, and Russ hears it all, man. Russ feels it. Russ is, he feels the emotions of those around him. And he understands how much he disappointed you. But there is no one under the sun that Russell Wilson disappointed last year more than himself. And so because of that, because of his personality, because of his emotion, he feels it. And today, he was feeling it with a fun vibe. So he is doing everything that I suggested via denversports.com of what he needs to do. We need to see Russ have fun. Football is a sport where you throw your body with reckless abandon, and you could, I don't want to be morbid, but you could end your life on any play. That's the reality of football. Now, we don't see that, fortunately, but you could heavily alter your life on any play. And by the way, it doesn't even have to be something that happens on the field, like paralysis on the field or death on the field or whatever. It could be something down the road where you're dealing with CTE, you're dealing with depression, you're dealing with suicidal thoughts and action, like all that stuff. That's from playing a flipping game. And I want everyone's mental health to be great. I want all these football players that put their body and their minds and their brains on the line, like be in the right headspace, man. And stay in the right headspace. But this game is so intense that it'll take it from you. It'll take it out of you. And a guy like Russell Wilson, and you think, oh, Russell's a superstar, and he's superstar this, and, you know, it's the ego and whatever. Russell Wilson feels, man. He's actually a person, everybody. I know people may not want to treat him like that at times and just talk a bunch of crap about him. And KJ, God bless America, I wish I could cuss. People want to talk a bunch of junk about Russell Wilson. I just want to tell you how he's doing, and he's doing really well. Not because he's the greatest. He's going to throw for 5,000 yards. None of that's going to happen. I've told you the numbers. He's going to throw for about 25 touchdowns. He's probably going to miss a couple of games. We can ask the questions. We at the fan will be asking the questions fairly, rightly. But the answer will come on the field, and Russell Wilson is answering all the questions. Russell Wilson is answering all the doubters. And by getting rid of the bad habits, something that he's done in a week, okay, I want you to realize that. I want you to give praise where praise is due for Russell Wilson. He entered training camp with bad habits, thanks to Nathaniel Hackett. If there's a larger destroyer of worlds other than Galactus, I have no idea who it is. Thanks, Nathaniel Hackett. You almost ruined Russell Wilson. Russ isn't what he used to be. I mean, he's an older quarterback. He's not going to be. But you can get good football out of Russell Wilson. And Sean Payton, whatever is left with Russell Wilson, looks like he's getting it from him. Because Russell Wilson's playing good football. And that, my friends, to do a callback is great news for Broncos country because... You don't have to be embarrassed to be a Broncos fan anymore. You don't have to be embarrassed, humiliated, ashamed 
of wearing your Broncos gear anymore. Maybe you weren't. Maybe you're one of those fans. I'm Broncos for life. Denver Broncos. Let's go Broncos. Like if that if you're a fan like that, great, awesome, awesome. I get it, man. I get it. But there's a lot of fans that didn't pick up that Broncos hat when they're going to the grocery store. You know, they didn't pick out that Broncos shirt. There wasn't. There wasn't. Wasn't. I think I just came up with a new word. There wasn't, there wasn't, there were not, there was not an Orange Friday at your workplace because the Broncos sucked. Well, they're back, baby. And they're going to push for the playoffs this year. Sean Payton will get that out of them. Come hell or high water, even if Jared Stidham has to play a couple of games and Stidham's not, again, I don't want to be personal or offend, uh, we can't talk about Jared Stidham as anything more than a backup. If anyone, DMAC, <laughs> if anyone is talking about Jared Stidham as more than a career backup, they're wrong. That's just wrong. It's ride or die with Russ. And buckle up, baby. It's going to be a fun ride. It's Denver Sports tonight. I am Cecil Lammy talking about the Denver Broncos. I had a one on one with Pat Sertan. You'll hear that coming up next. Training Camp 2023, Lincoln Tech. Put your potential to work. Presents The Drive. It is Denver Sports Tonight. I am Cecil Lammy. Talking about the Denver Broncos. And this training camp has been fantastic. Cortland Sutton is back. Believe it. Believe the hype. Um... It's amazing to see. It really is. D-Mac was talking about him being DK Metcalf. I was like, oh, I mean, he is pretty strong. DK is a little, a little different. <laughs> uh, what was it before the draft, KJ? They had the pictures of DK, and I think he was at a, he's in the gym. Did you tell me where the gym's at? Uh, and he's with somebody else that was, like, pretty buff or whatever, and then DK just looked like the DK looks like the Hulk. I think Court is more Captain America. You know, DK Metcalf is the Hulk. A legit Hulk. Anyway, Cortland Sutton is back, and I've told people on the air, I'll tell you again today, if you're out at Broncos training camp and you see in the one-on-ones or in team periods that it is number two, Pat Sertan, against number 14, Cortland Sutton, you're in for a treat. Grab your popcorn, get it ready. Because those two going against each other, Last year, it was Sertan win every single time. And sometimes it was embarrassing on the plays. Sorry, Court. I love you. But, like, we're just going to tell it like it is. This year, Court is winning. Not all the time. Maybe it's 50-50. Maybe it's even more towards Sertan. Um, But he's getting some wins. Today, another one. Uh, and you're seeing this back and forth. Judy against Sertan, it's 80% Sertan, maybe 20 maybe 90% Sertan, 10% Judy. Judy will get him once in a while, once in a while. Not very often. Sutton and Sertan is a battle of titans. And we know Sertan's best corner of the game. I had an opportunity, and I will once again thanks Jordan, thanks to Jordan, and thanks to all the Broncos PR and uh, the Denver Broncos for allowing me the opportunity to have a one-on-one exclusive with All-Pro cornerback Pat Sertan. I promised it, so here's that interview. 
Hey, it's Cecil Lamy with Denver Sports with Pat Sertan. Now, Pat, we got to go back. Before the draft, I had a chance to talk to your father. And he coached you. He loved you. He taught you. But he told me he didn't take it easy on you. How thankful are you that your father, you know, taught you the game, taught you life, and didn't, you know, necessarily pull any punches? Yeah, um, I'm very thankful for him just leaning away and being that figure in my life. But like you said, he wasn't... He wasn't going to take the easy route on me. Um, I remember earliest, my fondest memory was I was a freshman going to high school. He was coaching at, well, he was a defensive coordinator. And I was like, I want to play varsity, I want to play varsity. He's like, nope, you're going to have to earn your way up. So I played JV freshman year. And then, um, you know, obviously that, had, I had a chip on my shoulder because obviously I want to be on varsity. You know what I mean? I've seen other cats around me being on varsity, varsity as a freshman. But, you know, I think I just think that, that um, he instilled me with that always working hard me to you know not everything is going to be handed to you or it shouldn't be handed to you at all so um you know he is a great inspiration in my life and he led me the way taught me the ways on how to be the pro so you know i'm very much thankful for him well that work ethic shows up on the field on the practice field everywhere in the meeting rooms everyone says best corner in the league i certainly say that when people say that to you what do you what do you say in response do you feel like you're the best corner in the league um, yeah, of course I'm gonna feel like that, but um, you know everybody gonna have their opinions on, you know, different corners throughout the game, which they should. You know, what I mean, you know, there's a lot of great corners in this league, a lot of league corners, you know. But the thing I focus on is just improving each and every week, um, sharpening my tools, sharpening my craft, and make sure I'm, you know, at my best self for the team. You know, every Sunday. So that's the main thing I'm um, worried about. You know, I ain't too much focus on the external stuff, you know, the opinionated stuff, but, you know, um, obviously I could work towards um, at being a better player. Three years, three different coaching staffs. What do you think so far under Vance Joseph and, of course, Sean Payton running the show? Yeah, um, it's a lot different. Um, you know, the standard, um, you know, they just changing the attitude, changing the standard around. Um, we're all about winning, focusing on winning games, focusing on getting to the next step, which is the playoffs, Super Bowl, um, you know, and you know, bigger things ahead, you know, for our future. So, um, you know, they told us, you know, each and every day we're working out here. So, um, you know, we work into something bigger and better each and every day. Well, in your division, you got a big one in your way in Kansas City. You know, Frank Clark said at the podium, like, for the Chiefs side, it was just another game. Mm-hmm. For you guys, beating the Chiefs, having that streak, fans always talk about. Is that one of those circle the calendar type of games, just another game? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, they had our number for the past, I don't know how amount of years, but, um, yeah, they obviously had a little run, but it's, you know, it's about our time to, you know, sort of end that run, you know, and have have our side go in our favor, you know what I mean? Because, obviously, they've done great things in the past with them just winning the Super Bowl. So, you know, they got all the confidence in the world. So we got to come up, you know, and make sure that we focus on our division first and win those big games, you know what I mean? So, Who's the favorite receiver to go against? We know you and Devontae Adams have had a good back and forth. Like, who Who's the receiver out there that you love going up against because of your size, speed, and physicality? I say our receivers, Jerry Judy and Corlin Sun every day. Um, they're making me better. I could, I tell you the truth. Um, you know, I could, I could tell they're gonna have a big year this year um, with them, Russ, and their whole offense. Um, you know, I could say that. You know, they have, they have been balling. You know, each and every week um, during training camp. So, you know, I say them. You know, they've been making me better. You know, and we just competing back and forth. So, you know, I can't wait to see what they do.
on the field, and I said this in May, watching you guys at minicamp, Court looks like he's back. Yeah. That explosion looks back. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are having great battles. I've told people on the air, it's get your popcorn ready when it's Sutton versus Sertan. Do you feel the same way about Court? Like, oh, yeah. it's, he's gotta, back. I got to get my juices flowing with him. Um, he's just, you could just tell in his demeanor. Um, he has that sudden quickness again, that twitch, um, his jump balls, you know, everything. He's... Like I said, he's a complete receiver. You know, he's showing it each and every week. So, you know, I just can't wait to see what he does this year. You know, I know he's going to do big things. You know, I just can't wait. Pat, a couple more for you. Appreciate your time here. That guy at the podium, number three. You go up against him every day, man. And now you've seen him for a couple of years entering year two. What do you think of Russell Wilson's? What, you know, what's he got for the fans this season? Man, um, I know you've seen it, but, you know, just the way how he – his approach to the game, um, his leadership, his work ethic is very inspiring. You know, just seeing him come out here um, and just compete at a high level and make plays at a high level, you know, it's very inspiring. And like I said, I'm going to have my popcorn on the sideline watching him because it's going to be very, a very fun year. And um, like I said before, just just his mindset, his demeanor, his attitude towards the game. You know, if you want to um, resemble a guy, you know, for the next 10 years or if you want to have a further career I'll say resemble him because you know he's done at a high level year in and year out and you know he's just a great uh, role model look at you know what I mean so um, you know he's he's going to do big things this year and I can't wait to see why do you love football why do I love football um, I just love the competitive side of it you know what I mean I've been playing my whole life but you know each level the competitive grows and um I can say through my years, going through high school, college, and the NFL, I say at this point in my life, you know, it's even more fun. You know what I mean? Just because, you know, I still got a lot more to prove. You know what I mean? There's always that year where you feel like you got a lot more to prove and a lot more to build on. And, you know, I feel like that's the year, and that's my approach going towards this year. So, um, you know what I mean? And, you know, I just love playing the game, having fun with it, being out there with my teammates, my brothers. So, you know, I always going to have love for the game. All right, Pastor Tan. All pro corner for the Denver Broncos, Cecil Lammy with Denver Sports. There you have it. Uh, Pat Sertan, a joy to watch on the field. And you heard it, man. It's that love word, right? That's why I told you about Russell Wilson. Today I saw Russell Wilson love football again. And I'm, I'm so happy to report that for you. That's where greatness comes from. Greatness comes and people say, oh, you guys, you sweat and you got to bleed and you got to grind. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not untrue. But greatness comes from love. Panzer Tan loves this game. That's why you love him. <laughs> I mean, the dude is amazing. Best corner in the game right here in the Mile High City. Cornerstone player. Absolute cornerstone player. So, again, thank you to Jordan. Thank you to the Broncos PR uh, for setting up that interview for me. And uh, as someone who's done this 20 years professionally, it's um, it's a joy to be able to talk to young men like Pat Sertan because of the humility, because of the love of this game. I, you all know, like, I love football. I love football. Football's my life. It's always awesome when you run across people that share that same love. And Pastor Tan loves this game. It's Denver Sports tonight. 
I'm Cecil Amy talking about the Denver Broncos and training camp and why everyone, and I'm probably going to make some people mad, <laughs> I'll be less obnoxious, but get ready, because if you were outraged about this depth chart, I'm going to throw you under the bus, and I'm going to do that next. It's training camp 2023. Phil Longford of Denver presents Denver Sports Tonight. Cecil Lammy here talking about the Denver Broncos and training camp, and it's on. Because we are once again at the moment in time where the first depth chart is released. I don't know how many teams are reported on today. And uh, even yesterday when some of the initial depth charts started to come out, like Baker Mayfield is quarterback one with Kyle Trask in Tampa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, God. Do we have to do this every year? And this morning... My peace was disturbed. Now, it's on me. It's always on me. You allow uh, some emotions to linger. Did we have to let it linger? Anyway, my peace was disturbed this morning because people on Twitter were complaining and outraged about the Broncos depth chart. And I'm like, are you not paying attention? It's not the gladiator. Are you not entertained? It is the, are you not paying attention? Jonathan Harris is a starter? Yeah, like three months ago. <laughs> what? Um, the Greg Dulcich thing. I know fantasy GMs reached out to, oh, my God, Cease, what's going on? Greg Dulcich hasn't been real good. Okay. Now, there's some plays he's made. Greg Dulcich has made some plays, like Montreal Washington. Montreal Washington has made some plays. He also had a play today, and it's uh, it's silly. It, w- it was silly. A silly play. Come on, Montreux. He's on the bubble, man. You're on the bubble. You can't do this. So instead of going for two hands touchdown, he tries to do this one-handed grab, and it's just like you could have put two on it, and you could have brought it in. But instead he tries to go one-handed grab and touchdown, and he drops it. It's like that's Shania Twain, baby. That don't impress me much. But either way, let's all stop with this because it's August 9th and the depth chart, while there were some messages, I think Albert Okawebenam, you have been put on notice, but anyone that's been out at practice would know that. Hey, wow, look at that play from Albert O that he caught from Ben DiNucci and he's beating some corner that's going to be selling insurance in a month. I don't want to be mean, but this is the reality of the National Football League. Guys don't make it. And we can love them, and we can love their game, and they can... Listen, Stink told me years ago, because I have a big mouth, and I was on with Mark Schlereth, because Stink gave me my shot years ago. Shout out, Mark Schlereth. And I was like, this guy sucks, that guy sucks, this guy sucks. We go to commercial, and Stink leans in, and he's like, hey, hey, you make it to the league, and you don't suck, man. And I was like, yeah, I know, but this guy sucks, whatever. I have learned... Through my thick skull, (laughs) through my head yet, I have learned that, you know, you make it to this league, you you don't suck, okay? You make it to the league. But you may not last in this league. And that's where, when I say a guy's going to be selling insurance, that's not an insult. That's just, that's what happens. Guys don't make it, and they have to go begrudgingly to the next portion of their lives, the next chapter of their lives. 
Albert Okwebenam is not doing what he needs to do to make this team. When he does get an opportunity, he screws it up. That doesn't mean he's not a nice guy. I want Alberto to make this team. That physical ability on the field? My God, it would be incredible if he could ever get it. He's not getting it, everybody. So when Nate Adkins is above him on the depth chart, that, I'm not outraged. Stop with this stuff, man. The fantasy GMs. Everyone loved Greg Dulcich's hair. He does have great hair. The one man on the planet that has better hair than I do is Greg Dulcich. And it's amazing, but his game isn't. He can't block. BK, stumbling around with like three questions a day. Baby, baby, baby. We'll go to the tavern, have a couple cold pops, and just, it's okay to say Greg Dulcich's name. It's okay to just be like, hey, Greg Dulcich needs to work on his blocking with what Chris Manhurts has done as a blocker. Does that encourage you that Dulcich can take similar strides? One question, not three, not a four minutes stumbling through trying to get the right answer. One question, one answer. That's the bottom line. With Greg Dulcich, like, y'all love him. I get it. That skill is, is, is incredible. If Greg Dulcich just can kind of block, he can be a weapon for this Broncos team. He's not really showing much as a blocker. And that's why he's behind Adam Troutman. Adam Troutman was a touchdown hog. We have not seen the best of Adam Troutman. Adam Troutman could have career best numbers this year. I know when I talked to him last week and I joked about it, and it was like, ah, and he kind of poo-pooed it. He poo-pooed my suggestion that he could have career best numbers. Guess who's not poo-pooing that idea? Sean Payton. And guess who else? Me. Why? Adam Troutman had 14 touchdowns his final season of college. We were excited about Alberto. Do you know how many touchdown passes Alberto caught from Drew Locke in college? 17. In his career, Adam Troutman had 14 in one year. And it takes a few years as a tight end to get going. Guess what? This is camp number three under Sean Payton. Four total, one without Payton. But this is camp number three. If there's any moment... Adam Troutman should get it and click and explode and feature and just be one of those standout players. It's this year. Do not be surprised if Adam Troutman has double the numbers that Greg Dulcich does. And it's not because Greg Dulcich sucks or he can't play. It's because Troutman can block. And that's what Peyton's offense is about. Adam Troutman told me that last week. You got to block. You got to block. Block. I sound like Peyton Manning. It's too late in the show to dig it up, KJ. But when Peyton Manning's yelling at Jeff Saturday, we don't go pass block, block. You don't run block, block. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so funny. Hearing Peyton Manning scream. <laughs> it's so funny. We're gonna pass. Come on, Jeff. We're going to run the ball and run. We don't pass block, block. Either way, stop being outraged. Faux outrage. About the depth chart. Things will change. Because they always do. I'm Cecil Lammy. Check out denversports.com and sign up for that free daily newsletter. Denver Sports Daily. It's free. It's denversports.com. He's KJ. I'm Cecil. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate you all. Look out. Stay frosty. Gotta get away.